0: Center of the universe, Fremont, <laughs> Seattle, Washington. This is Allison. This is Kai. And you're listening to The Great Podcast. Yes. <laughs> How's it going?
1: Excellent. Yeah? Yeah. We're doing our thing right here. I've had a bad October. It's not even, what is it, the 10th, it l- 11th, 12th? It's the 11th. Okay, that's legit. Then. Starting
0: on October 1st, it just felt like I was having bad times. And it gets your ass kicked. And it hasn't let up. You yeah. want to hear the latest thing? because yeah, you know all my things. Mm-hmm. So I had my car in the shop a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. to fix a leak. water leaking yeah. into the passenger footwell.
1: Yeah, which is odd. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Uh huh.
0: And they didn't fix it. Oh great!
1: Wait, wait. <laughs> so your car
0: was in the shop for a week.
1: A week. When the, with the intention of fixing. The water that was leaking from I spent, outside into the footwell. And it's still happening.
0: I spent multiple hundred dollars. And then I got in the car Tuesday morning and there was water in
1: the footwell. Oh, no, they didn't. Mm-hmm.
0: So I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. I was so angry. Because it's not easy to have just one car. Because, you know, I have to take it back. And mm. then. And I'm not very good at being like. Uh, you're not going to charge me as much, right? Because you didn't fix it the first time. They shouldn't charge you anything. Well, I don't know. What,
1: I'm terrible at this. Oh, no. You, wait, so, the, so you brought it back in?
0: I haven't done it yet. I said I can't get it in until Monday, and I need it back Tuesday night. And so we made an appointment for Monday morning.
1: Okay. No, you gotta... They they can't charge you for a job that they didn't complete.
0: Okay, well, I'll take you with me. No. I'm terrible at that.
1: Uh-huh. No, that's not Okay. <laughs>
0: Anyway, we're starting it off with a bang. This is the great <laughs> podcast. Oh, did we you already say that. that I sucks. think we did. I think we did. Yeah.
1: No, I'd be mad. Mm-hmm.
0: It just is like October. has just been one thing after the next.
1: Because the thing is, like, they need to figure out what was wrong with it initially. Mm-hmm. So they didn't figure that out. You know.
0: Right. Yeah. Like, I want you to get a hose, freaking put it on the passenger side of my car. And fix that shit. Figure out where the water is coming in from, mm-hmm. because I don't know what you did last time, but it didn't it work. No,
1: it did not. Not okay. You need to get in there. This
0: is the problem with cars with a sunroof, because my other car had a sunroof, too. Wait, is that
1: where it's coming from?
0: It has to be. Or a seal on the door. But remember, my other car, it would get wet on the floor as well. Right. We talked about this.
1: Yeah, that weird mold that was forming. And it would like, start to smell. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, that's loud, that airplane. I
0: don't know. Maybe we're being attacked.
1: <laughs> that would end my October. I thought we were being, being attacked last week. What happened? When we got that presidential alert. Do you remember that? Did you get that on your phone? Yeah, everybody did. And I was like, <laughs> um, this is serious. And then it wasn't.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, why, do, does, why does he need to text us? Is it really a presidential alert? I didn't pay but any attention. But that's the thing. is
1: like, I've never seen that before. I've never seen it called that.
0: I know. Nobody wants a text from him. (laughs) No, not at all.
1: (laughs) Um, Do you see what kind of coffee I'm drinking right now?
0: Seahawks coffee?
1: No. (laughs) Yeah. No, look. What is it? What brand is it? Starbucks. Now, how often do I drink Starbucks coffee? Mm,
0: I see you with it more often than you think. I don't think so. Kai, (laughs) the past couple weeks you've had a Starbucks. Lies.
1: Okay. Whatever. So my point... (laughs) for bringing that up is this so there is a grocery store downstairs from us Mm -hmm. called PCC Mm -hmm. and um they're doing a big facelift yeah have you noticed that so um I went there to get a coffee and it was just the drip pumps that were there Mm -hmm. and they're doing all this you know remodeling and so some things aren't available um, and so I waved the guy over and I asked him, oh, are you guys doing coffee? He's like, well, we have just regular coffee. He's like, "Not a, no espresso though? And he said, no, we we're wouldn't we're have the espresso. I was like, but you're bringing it back, right? And he's like, no. What? We're phasing out the espresso. Why? I don't know.
0: People are getting those drinks all the time.
1: I know. And it's good. So I did my first gay inhale in a long time. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> and... <laughs> Was shocked, <laughs> and he was like, "Apologize." Like, yeah, that's like one of the things that are is being thrown to the wayside is our espresso.
0: No, I want a piece of pizza. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna go get some pizza
0: after this. I'm hungry.
1: So now you might be seeing more Starbucks. Well, even from though, me, even though I had already been seeing it. Don't be rude for like the past <laughs> three or four weeks. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm kind of disappointed.
0: That sucks, man. Yeah. Um, lest we forget, we saw Beyonce and Jay-Z last week. We sure did. We need to talk about this. Yeah. So Kai and I had a
1: night out. It was like a reunion. It was like a coming together of old friends. It
0: was. Um. So let's just talk about two years ago we saw the Formation Tour. Yes. It was great. Better than I ever expected it to be mm-hmm. in my mind. Okay. Your impression?
1: Uh, a formation? Yes. Yeah, I was like... Blown away by it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you first when I first walked in, we saw the stage. Mm-hmm. There's like a huge like tower LCD. Yeah, and then humongous. It, yeah, it was huge. And uh, yeah, they were doing some really cool effects with it, and it rotated and it moved front and back. It was pretty cool. I was impressed.
0: So then we uh, we hear that there's going to be an on the run tour, and I'm like, well. You know, Beyonce's coming back, I definitely have to go. And Jay-Z is a plus for me because, you know, we've been listening to Jay-Z, not we. I've been listening to Jay-Z since high school. Yes. 20 years.
1: Right. And I'm familiar with the Jay-Z, but I was not like... He was just a distraction on this tour for me. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, I'll tolerate him. It's Beyonce and her husband. (laughs) Right? And so I was like, fine, that's cool, but whatever. I'm not excited to see him.
0: So... It was something that I was looking forward to. I had it all like amped up in my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you were
1: your fuzzy. I was wearing
0: my pink fur, fur coat, coat. Mm-hmm. which I saw way too many fur coats. <laughs> Made me feel very unspecial. And we'll talk about other things that we, we saw at the show. Is after that basic? This. Yeah. <laughs> my new fur coat, it's not new, it's a couple years old, but it's basic now. <laughs> Isn't it?
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: you saw a lot
1: too. I know, but no one wore it like you did. So. <laughs> Thank
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, I had fun, and I don't want to like go in go in on my concert experience like with something negative because it was an overall enjoyable time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't think it was as good as Formation tour, and that doesn't have anything to do with Jay Z being there. Got it. In my, it was just uh, not as many dancers. Like the set wasn't as cool. Mm-hmm. Um, not as many effects. I mean, she's great with the fan. She knows how to work her hair with a fan. Yes. But it was like the same outfits, like the little leotard get up with the over, the over the knee boot. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: Yeah, so when I saw it, I was way more impressed than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So I left thinking, wow, that was a fantastic show. But I will agree that it wasn't as good as Formation. Um, but seeing Jay-Z, I actually like him now. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that, he was really good.
0: What made you think he was so good? Because he, I've heard you tell this to multiple people, so I'm, and I'm like, what
1: What um, changed
0: your ways about him?
1: I think he just got on stage. You know what I mean? Um, and he was more charismatic than I th- than I figured he would be. Because I feel like with a lot of rappers, that there's kind of one note. They just want to be hard. But he was, like, smiling, and he was into it. He was feeling it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and and also, like, they were, whether it was stage or not, there was, like, energy between the two of them, you know, that was that was loving, and that was flirty, mm-hmm. that was fun to see, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, it could just be their energy, or it could just have been part of the show itself. You know what I'm saying? Um Yeah, and I think he did a good job, uh, with the audience, um, I was entertained by him. Yeah. Yeah. He was good. And, like, they had, had the messages, you know, um... What do you mean? Like, uh, there was, I don't know if he, it's it's his song, but it's the N-word, you know? There's the house, uh... And the field. Oh, yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was, like, very in-your-face. This is a message. I
0: actually forgot about that. That was
1: powerful to me. And then at the beginning, how their foundation was awarding the last uh, $100,000 scholarship to uh, a college student. And that was awesome. Mm -hmm. I think you had left to get a drink at that point. I'm
0: like, I don't remember that at all.
1: Um, So they were giving 11... Scholarships on this tour mm. and uh, that the kid was in the audience. Oh, that's yeah. cool. It was, it was awesome. So they had things to say, you know, and I liked it a lot. Um,
0: so a major theme, again, is their reunification, <laughs> right? So Formation, or um, Lemonade, was all about the strife in their marriage, Jay-Z cheating on her. Allegedly. Yeah, And then he came out with an album, 444, Mm -hmm. which is where he admits that he did wrong things and whatever. And then they come out with this new album, The Carters. And, you know, it's Jay-Z and Beyonce, and they talk about their love. And, like, this tour was they had all of these montage of videos of them, like.
1: Being um, lovey-dovey,
0: Yes, going on vacation. Uh Maybe a renewal of their vows. Right. Um, lots of scenes of Blue and Remy and Sir.
1: And her on the back of his motorcycle.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. So my question is, wouldn't you just be tired of that narrative? I would. Be like, I am tired of talking about how my husband cheated on me constantly. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, it's I think it's like any other artist's repertoire. Where it's like, you are doing the same shit every single night. And you have to, like, pretend that it's fresh You know what I mean? Because that's what you're performing. Mm -hmm. So that's why it could be the narrative, or it could just be performance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And I agree with you that, like, I enjoyed the show, but, like, I've seen all this from her before. Like, she, she changed costumes, yes, you know, but I get that you do the leotard with the high boots, And your hair's flawless. And it's exactly the same as it was on the last tour. I just want her to reinvent herself. You know? That'll keep it interesting for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But she does what she does well. Um, It's just, I think that you said this, like, you are maybe done with seeing her.
0: I feel complete. Yeah. To use landmark term.
1: Right. And it's not
0: bad. Nope.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're completely satisfied.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Audience members, why are you trying to dress like dancing? Because,
1: I guess, for me, I <laughs> love it. you love it? I think it's hilarious. Because, I mean, I, and I said this to you before, and I was like, the one thing I'm looking forward to is seeing all the people with no pants on. <laughs> you do. Uh-huh. You love people with no pants on. <laughs> and they came through. Yeah. Lots of folks came in their leotards.
0: I mean, yeah, there was a woman on our row with a homemade leotard <laughs> That's with true. like cotton balls on <laughs> yes. it, but she had put. hot glue gunned Mm -hmm. on there. And it was white. Mm -hmm. Pearls. Um, And she had a sign. And she wanted, oh, I hear God. In your music. In your music, (laughs) Beyonce.
1: Holding it up. Anyway. She's hoping to get on the jumbo screen.
0: How many times did she get up and down on our road? Too many. I'm like, we've
1: seen your outfit.
0: Yeah. We have seen it. Right. Let me grab a (laughs) cotton ball as a souvenir.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let me dry my face with your cotton balls.
0: Oh, my gosh. We saw people taking frickin' selfie after selfie after selfie. I mean, it was like, Instagram on, photo shoots. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It I was mean, great.
0: we obviously grabbed it. Both you and I. Yeah. I mean, we had to. <laughs> but we weren't like, oh, hey, hold on. Catch my light. No. <laughs> Let me pose on the stairwell.
1: Right. And then, like, there was the one girl that's like, she dropped her coat halfway off her shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> and was, like, just giving you, like, profile. I mean, that was highly entertaining. It
0: really was. It's fun to watch people take a selfie.
1: Um, Show started late. Oh, way too late. (laughs) 9.45. But I knew that it was going to start at 7.30. (laughs) Like, you wanted to get there at 7.30 on the dot. Yeah,
0: because I like to be on time.
1: (laughs) But then did we need to watch the opener? No. No. But
0: they're kind of cute. cute.
1: But, like, we could have, you know, had another glass of wine at that restaurant, you know. It's true. I just...
0: I'm worried about being late. Yeah, and
1: missing the opening.
0: Just, like, missing something. Yeah, I get it.
1: Um. So, yeah.
0: That was our Beyonce and Jay-Z experience. Thanks, y'all. Yeah. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for including Thanks, Seattle babe. on your tour.
1: That was the last show, too. Last show.
0: Yeah. Um. Aaron got trolled on Nextdoor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. What happened? <laughs> the Nextdoor app.
0: Yeah, so... Aaron loves him some Edmonds, uh-huh. and he loves being on Nextdoor. I swear he's going to be, like, the mayor of Edmonds one day. <laughs> he's just all about, like, the haps. So we are trying to grow dirt and our grow grass in our side yard. Mm-hmm. So he had all this topsoil delivered, and he wanted help spreading it out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so he posted on Nextdoor... And he took a picture of the dirt and took a picture of the yard.
1: Oh, dear.
0: Yeah. And he was like, I'll pay somebody $200 to help me spread this out. Uh-huh. And everybody was like, multiple people were trolling him, saying that oh that no. wasn't enough money. Oh,
1: my money. God. Yeah. Not, I said, hell, not do it yourself. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but he found some money.
1: Oh, he did? Yeah. Is he going to use, like, a little bobcat?
0: No. It, the, it's already done. Oh, it is? Yeah. And just a shovel.
1: Well, he showed them.
0: He ended up deleting the post because so Um, many people were being rude. Oh, my
1: God. That's hot.
0: Yeah. So, that was different. And at one point, he, like, started to write back. I'm like, what are you doing? Don't write back. Like, don't engage with people that are trolling. Again,
1: with our trolls. (laughs) Yeah. No, we got no time for trolls, (laughs) y'all. Nah. That's funny. Like, if you don't want... $200
0: to help spread all this dirt. Just keep scrolling.
1: Exactly.
0: Why? Nobody cares about your opinion.
1: I did that once um, in my early yoga days. I was looking for um, website help and um, I was going to give them free yoga. And uh, someone trolled me and was like, that ain't enough. No one's going to do this. And guess what? Someone did. Yeah. And it worked. So there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people got negative shit to say out there. (laughs) In troll land. Um, You saw this, I'm sure. Um, So the street artist Banksy. I sent
0: you that article. I don't know. I guess you didn't read it. uh Uh-uh. I don't know. It might have been on Maven Studio Day. I sent you that article. You couldn't have been busy.
1: Oh, I see. Um, There was a painting that he had done. And I don't know how Sotheby's got a hold of it. I have no idea how that happened, how it got in their hands. Mm-hmm. But they were auctioning it off. And um, I don't... 1.4 how much it's, 1.
0: 4 million. It sold
1: for 1.4 million pounds. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, after the gavel clanked, <laughs> it started to shred. Like, the picture was sort of mounted in, in a frame that was sort of booby trapped with a shredder and uh it went through like halfway and then people were all abuzz like <gasps> yeah that was awesome
0: You so you think it was awesome I do Aaron thought it was hilarious too and I find it to be really annoying why because if you don't want people to have your art don't sell it don't make it sellable he didn't so how do they get it
1: that's the thing That. But that's the thing is that he'll do this on, like, doors. And then people will approach sort of the the homeowner and try to get the doors off and then sell it. Like, this is not authorized. He's, like, for Sotheby's to be like, we take ownership of this and we're going to sell it now, that's messed up.
0: But Sotheby's was in on it, I think.
1: You think? For the buzz?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it was A of all. It was posted on a wall, and most of their pictures are on an easel that they're selling. This one was on the wall. That's A. B, how would you not have noticed that there's some sort of, like, remote <laughs> control thing on the back of the picture? And C, it was the last one that they sold. So, I mean, they knew. This, this is, they're, everybody's in this together. But, yeah, I find it completely obnoxious because he knew that it was being sold because there was a remote control on it. Somebody did.
1: Well, he did, he did this years ago. It's not like this just happened. He said that when he created this piece, he had framed it. And this happened a long time ago. So it's not like they just happened, you know, the week before, you know. I don't think he knew that it was going to end up in hand, hands. But if it did, he was going to fuck it up.
0: So I don't think it's cool. I think it's annoying. Oh. <laughs> we are allowed to have
1: different opinions. <laughs> That's true. I love it. I love it very much. And... I mean, his whole thing is, like, no one owns art. That's why he does this and doesn't get paid for it, you know. But then there's so many people that try to capitalize on this, on his artwork, that it's not theirs to sell. But he does it, but they do it anyways.
0: Yeah. You know I'm never mad at people for trying to make money.
1: <laughs> you should be. Why? I mean, at, you have to have some boundaries. It's like, that's, Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, the dark web. Right. So, I mean, yeah. So you are mad at some people for making money. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> um, but yeah, you mentioned that Maven had its anniversary on Sunday. Yeah,
0: one year. We're a year
1: old. Yay, from my yoga studio. What a successful
0: year it's been.
1: Yeah, so lots I was of, very pleased.
0: Lots of learnings, I'm
1: sure. Lots of learnings. Lots of ups and downs. Mostly ups. Um, yeah, it was a great, great day. We had to turn some people away, which I felt really terrible about.
0: Well, but get there earlier. I know. Like I did at the Beyonce concert.
1: <laughs> Too early. Um, yeah. Thanks for a good year, folks. <laughs> Maven, folks. That's exciting. Um,
0: all right, guys. Did you have anything else? Mm-mm. So, today, we're talking about ghosting Mm-mm. the art of the ghost.
1: The art of the ghost.
0: This is actually timely because it's Halloween.
1: It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so ghosting is when someone in your field, in your world, just stops talking to you. Mm-hmm. Whether you know them well or not, they stop all communication. And I think that we've all experienced this in some form or another. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um you kind of ghosted me last night.
0: How did I ghost you last night?
1: Because you, you know, you're aware of the situations in my life. Yeah. And you asked me what was going on with it. Yeah. And I told, and I let you know what it was. hmm And then you didn't reply after that. See? <laughs> so yeah, right?
0: Because I was, I didn't know what to say. This is a complicated situation that you're dealing with. And I felt like I needed some time to reflect on it. <laughs> so in those situations, you want me to write, I need some time to reflect.
1: Before I um, reply, I don't know what I wanted. But you stop. <laughs> you stop.
0: Guys, this is a very high maintenance wrench that
1: we're doing <laughs> <off laughs> here. <laughs> but it's a perfect example. Like you don't know what to say, so mm-hmm. you just didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. That happens a lot, don't you think, in the ghosting world? Yeah. Yeah.
0: What's your first memory of being ghosted?
1: My first memory of being ghosted. Um. I feel like my first memory was someone accusing me of ghosting them. Mm. That's what it was. Do they use that term? No. But this... So I was friends with my friend Troy um, back in my dance days, back from Minneapolis days. Um, And we were tight. We were. uh, But then I moved, and I, you know, started doing the yoga thing, and I stopped doing the dance thing. And it's not that we did anything... Like, no one did anything bad, to, you know, we just kind of drifted apart. Mm-hmm. That's my take on it. And then so Facebook comes back around, and um, eventually we, we connected on Facebook. And he wrote on my wall, why did you stop talking to me? Like, what did I do? I can't believe that you did that. Just stop talking to me. And I was like, oh my God. And so it was like kind of out there for people to see yeah. and make comments on. And so I wrote back, I was like, Dude, like, it was nothing personal. I'm sorry. Like, I just felt like we just tipped it apart. But here we are. We connected again. So I felt like he was accusing me of ghosting him.
0: Yeah. You know? That's a definitely ghost accusal.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I didn't, you know, I wasn't sour about it. It was just, it was just a little awkward.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. What about you? High school. So in high school, there was a trio of us. Um, and we would hang out in the summers like every night Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and, I mean, it was usually like pretty chill. We would just get over at somebody's house, watch the real world, eat Mm -hmm. ice cream. Like, but then we were like the three best friends, but one of us, not me, would (coughs) always flake on plans. Mm. And this was before cell phones. So they just like wouldn't call back. I like Talk to the mom is so and so there um, yeah and then this happened constantly yeah. to the point where two of us just started doing our Your own thing. thing yeah but it's for some reason like the dynamic between two people it's just more fun to have three people <laughs> you know like the dynamic between two people can sometimes feel a little tend- like complicated
1: I see so, there's a buffer with a third
0: yeah and yeah. it was a guy and then two girls. And so sometimes it would be, like, just me and the dude. Oh, I see. Yeah. And I'd be like, "Uh, we just need another person here.
1: (laughs) To, like, quell the sexual tension between you guys? No. I mean, maybe on
0: his (laughs) part, but not on mine. (laughs) Um, So that's my first experience with ghosting. And we didn't have term for it then.
1: Right. Okay, so uh, did you ever hear from that third person, the female?
0: Um, well, it's a complicated relationship still, mm. because we're friends on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and her dad passed away recently. and so I sent her a message, like I'm sorry to hear about your dad. Mm. Da, da, da. And you know, you can see that it's been seen right. And nothing I see no reply. And and at this point, I'm just at peace with it. Mm-hmm. Because I've reached out to her several times over the past 10 years, right. with nothing.
1: Because initially something feels like it had to have happened yeah, for but, her to stop.
0: but I don't know make what, it. I don't right. know what it was.
1: Um, do you feel like it would feel better for them to tell you what happened, like the truth of like why like the rejection, quote unquote, mm-hmm. or to be ghosted?
0: I think it would make me a better person if I knew what I did. Right. Something that I could work on. Yeah. And I even asked. But I just, you know. And I think back, like, she got married really soon after we were in college. And, um, like, the summer after we graduated, basically. Yeah. And I was in her wedding. But I didn't, uh, and this is honestly what I think it was, like, I didn't treat it as like the important thing that it was Um, because to me it wasn't like I just wasn't there yet I had never like been in a super serious relationship you know what I mean mm -hmm. and so it was like I didn't I wasn't like with her the whole wedding weekend like I showed up 30 minutes before the wedding and you know what I mean I
1: see and that's what it is
0: I think so I think she was like Allison wasn't here for me because then after that our communication pretty much stopped. I see. But then she came to my wedding. It's just really confusing. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Everything is confusing. Mm. And she still keeps in touch with my mom. Oh, that's weird. hmm So she'll send my mom Christmas cards and stuff.
1: Oh. <laughs> that is hella weird. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, maybe
0: she listens to this. My email address is thegripepodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Hit her up. At your girl. <laughs> Kyle wants to know too. I you. do too. I'll read
1: that <laughs> shit. Um, so I'm gonna go along with this uh, friends ghosting situation, and um, yeah, I was ghosted by a chick named Beth. I'll say her name. Beth. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I don't know why. This is another I don't know what happened situation. Because the thing is, like, I was, I felt like we were close. We were tight. I helped her get some teaching gigs. Um, i saw her regularly. She'd come to my class, and we'd have dinner together. So things were cool, right? And then um, when I had it announced that I was opening Maven um, on Facebook,
0: I it, all of this is uh-huh. I was thinking that you were talking a long time no, ago. No, <laughs> this I'm, is recent. I'm keeping it real, real.
1: Um, <laughs> I said something about opening Maven, and, you know, people liked it. And then there was one angry face emoji that was on there.
0: Yeah, like that mad face.
1: Yes. And it was from her. And so I was like, that's weird. Maybe she hit the wrong emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Gave her the benefit of the doubt, right? So then um, I think I went on to Facebook and was like, wanted to reach out to like, hey, what's up? And then I was, we weren't friends on there.
0: Dude, what did you do?
1: And then I went on Instagram, and she had blocked me. And so I have her number, right? It's like, okay, something went down. Mm-hmm. So I sent her a text. I was like, hey, you, Like, um, I saw that you put an angry face on my uh, post and that you blocked me from, from Facebook, No, 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 no. From Instagram. Um, Not sure why, but I'll respect your space. But I wish you would have been more direct with me. Um, Have a nice life. Au revoir. And I didn't hear anything back from her. So,
0: have you thought about what you did?
1: Like, have have, you? No. They only
0: racked your brain. So
1: we have mutual friends, and um, they were saying to me, "She's the type of person that needs drama in her life." And this may, was maybe like a way for her to c- concoct that, because there was nothing that I did, um, you know, apart from not inviting her to become part of my teaching team, which that's the only thing I can think of, yeah. and that's a stretch. That you know is I mean? a
0: major stretch.
1: Um, but yeah, she stopped all communication,
0: and that's been a couple of years now. Uh huh. Well, a year, because maybe. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Right.
0: All right, I'm gonna do some investigative work because <laughs> I think we have some mutual friends. Well,
1: I did the same thing just thinking about this morning, and um, there's someone that she was super tight with, um, and they're no longer connected as well. So
0: we'll reach out to that person.
1: I mean, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing with this is that, like, when there is an emotional investment, like with friendships, I feel like that warrants a no ghost. Scenario, Mm -hmm. like you got to tell me what the fuck is going on. You know what I mean? Um, And if not, then say love. Yeah, yes. You know. Yeah.
0: I mean, in high school, I understand not having the emotional
1: intelligence, intelligence to to be
0: able to do that. I agree. But now we're almost forty years old, me and this chick, Uh and I'm like, why can't you tell me what happened? I mean, at this point in our lives, like we live on different sides of the country. We're not going to be best friends again. Right. Um, but I think that you could send me a Christmas card and not one to my mom. Oh.
1: <laughs> that seems like <laughs> a yearly assault. <laughs> when you see her Christmas yes. card sitting on your mom's, you know, little fireplace, mantle.
0: And I think my mom gets a little enjoyment out of it, too. She'd be, <laughs> you know, like, she does. She'd be like, XX, send me her Christmas card.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Rude. <laughs> You
0: know Donna gotta get her cakes in. <laughs> um, so this is another one. A lot of mine all of mine are friends. Yes, cool. Okay. So this was in this is timely because of just where we are at in life. So end of high school, about to go to college, um I went to a small school in South Carolina, Furman. And they had, like, an orientation week that you could sign up to before you went to college. And you would go, like, whitewater rafting and get Mm -hmm. to know some of your new classmates.
1: Risk your life a little bit. A little Mm. bit,
0: yeah. Team building crap, all that (laughs) stuff. So I went. And I became friends with this guy that lived in Florida. I mean, just, like, platonic friends. Mm -hmm. And we kept in touch throughout the rest of the summer. And I was thinking, like, sweet, I have, like, a friend, Mm -hmm. you know, already when I get to college. Mm -hmm. Get to college, and he, we had, mind you, we had talked all summer. Oh, yeah. Get to college, and he completely ghosted.
1: You'd see him on campus, though, right? Yeah,
0: because I went to a small school. (gasps) 2,500 students in the whole school. So you know all the freshmen, essentially. Okay, so. Because it's like what, 700.
1: So how did he ghost you? Was it cellphony or is it like email? Was it... Would pass
0: email? me in the hallway and I not know. look at <sighs> me.
1: Would you say hi and shit?
0: I would try to make eye contact.
1: That's friggin' weird. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like so, you can't, you're not gonna avoid eye contact with every single person every single time. Like, so you're purposely not looking at me. Right. Yeah.
0: And it hurt my feelings. And, you know, when you're trying to figure out... Who you are in college, like and I fit in in
1: college and all that stuff.
0: I wasn't like high up on his list. Uh-huh. Like he didn't deem me like cool enough.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we have since talked about it. You have. Yeah, and he actually he might he one time he texted me and said that he was liking the gripe, so he might listen. Chris, oh, Chris.
1: It's
0: you. Oh <laughs> Awkward. Hey, Chris. Um. But, yeah, so that was our freshman year, and we, like, pretty much didn't talk our freshman year. He wrote me off. I wrote him off. And then, like, our... But so- you wrote
1: him off as a result of him writing him me
0: writing. Me off. Yeah, because yes. I am not a bad person.
1: So what did he say, though?
0: <laughs> he just apologized. He, he...
1: So did you ever talk in college at all?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Eventually. our sophomore, junior year.
1: Okay. That's fucking weird as hell. <laughs> Like, did he reintroduce himself to, or did he like, oh, yeah, too? No,
0: I think I caught him out on it. I was like, dude, what was up with our freshman year, and you just completely ignoring me okay, all freshman but year. But you're skipping
1: the part where you guys talk for the first time after freshman year.
0: Yeah, this is what happened. I was like, dude, what happened? Why did you yeah, like? But did you see him like a coffee at
1: shop? Were you walking?
0: It might have been at
1: like A party. A party. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: And okay. he he apologized.
1: That's all. Yeah. I want answers, though. This isn't answers. It's just an apology.
0: I mean, the answers were that I wasn't blonde. Maybe this is why I have blonde hair now. Oh, my
1: God. Totally.
0: Like, because he only hung out with, like, the, like, blonde, Uh you know. Like, he was trying to, like, make things happen for himself with blonde women.
1: Okay. And I was... You weren't Aryan enough for him. I
0: was not. Oh, my God. So, he was a dick. But then he apologized oh. after I called him out on it. Okay. And it kind of became, like, a joke between us. Because uh-huh. I would, like, remember that time, like, you went and talked to me all freshman year?
1: <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah.
0: And it, it always, like, embarrassed him. Mm-hmm. But I didn't ask him. I mean, I never was like, Chris, why did you not talk to me all that freshman year? Because I felt like the answer was he was trying to, like, cultivate this, like, image for himself. Right. That
1: I wasn't a that part of. That didn't fit into. Exactly. Maybe I'm gonna vomit.
0: Hey, man, people are people.
1: <laughs> you're so forgiving.
0: <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna hold on to that shit. <laughs> I got other things.
1: I guess. Oh.
0: Anyway, I'm going back to my college reunion you next week. You wanna see weekend. his ass? No. Like? Probably not. But maybe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I should text him and be like, I'm talking about right <laughs> now.
1: Um so obviously we know that ghosting happens primarily. In the dating in situation, the, yeah,
0: I cannot put up with that. Look,
1: I mean, it's like the world—it's you know a new world of apps, dating apps, and swipes and all that stuff. So, the ghosting thing is—is is, I think it's just going to happen, dating wise.
0: It's just so it just makes people transactions, though. So yes, what's well, bothersome?
1: It's very transactional. We're all, all commodities. <laughs> um,
0: it's just but, like, let me swipe to the next person.
1: And I feel like if you're in this world of dating via apps, you ghost you're going to ghost someone. I don't think that... Everyone, no one has, like, a 100% clean record on this, you know? I've ghosted folks, and I justify it you know, by saying that there's no emotional connection or obligation. And these are folks that um, I'd say I went out with once or not at all, right? There are some folks that are very aggressive out there and they want to know what you're doing and they're always texting, always, always, always. And it just feels like too much, Mm -hmm. right? And for me, I'm more of like a slow marathon person. Like... I have no, there's no urgency for me to meet people right now, mm-hmm. you know. So if you're trying to lock down a date, like in the next week, like uh, I'm just not, I don't know. It's It doesn't feel that urgent to me. Like I'm cool with just chatting for a bit. And then if you're trying to nail a date down, I might talk to you in a month. You know, if you, but it's not, it doesn't feel Well, why
0: don't you feel urgent, urgent about meeting people?
1: I, I just don't. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: because that seems like a normal thing to happen, right? You're talking, you're talking with somebody mm-hmm. and then you go on a date with them in the next week or two.
1: But the thing is, so like, because there's some, like, there's a thing called OkCupid, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily, like, my. it's just out there. And it's not like, I don't know. I don't feel like there's an urgency. So if you feel there's an urgency to meet someone, I'm maybe not your person. Maybe that's an issue. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't feel like if, if there's no emotional connection, if there's not like a network connection, like if you introduce me to someone, I would feel like I could never ghost that person. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, because there's there's other people involved, you mm-hmm. know, and I want to at least look like I'm on my, my best behavior. <laughs> right. Do you know what I'm saying? At
0: least look like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do feel like if you've got out with someone and you've made plans and things went well, then it's shitty to get ghosted on. Because that, that's what happened on my last date. Like we went out, had a great time, we like made plans to see each other again, and then all of a sudden, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. I didn't cry.
0: You didn't cry into your Cheerios.
1: <laughs> no, I think
0: that's a thing.
1: But I'm always like, like I am tempted to shoot shoot him uh, a text and be like, "Hey, what's up?" Every once in a while. I'll yeah, you lunch, should. Right?
0: So, you have nothing to lose. I really
1: don't. We had a great time, you know. And the thing is, like, he, you, like if you say at the end of the date, um, "Let's do this again," <laughs> a la Chandler. I'm going to hold you to that. And I would hold myself to that, mm-hmm. right? But if I say it was nice to meet you, and I ended at that, then I then let's not keep going on. Yeah. And then if you text me back and say, hey, let's get together, like, I'll be honest and I'll say uh, it wasn't a match for me, mm-hmm. you know? But at least that at least warrants something. Can not, you
0: put that in your dating profile?
1: No. Let's really get <laughs> together versus it was nice to, was nice meet, to meet you. <laughs> you. <laughs>
0: or let's do this again. But that's
1: true, right? I mean, yeah. like, that's legit. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm not trying to, like, you know, that's shady if you say, let's do this again. And they are like, oh yeah, let's do it again. But and it's just do such it. an
0: easy, polite, quote-unquote, thing to say. I know, but it's a lie. Yeah. It's a
1: lie. right? If, if you have no intention of going out with them again, yeah, then it's a lie.
0: <laughs> um... I want to talk about the ultimate ghost that I did. This was all me. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, sometimes I get petty. Mm-hmm. So this was post-college. Okay. I was living in Charlotte with um, a person. Yes. And um, things had started to go awry with us.
1: Oh, I know. I think I know this story. You know where this I is going? I love story.
0: So I had met Erin and um, started spending less time with my roommate, mm-hmm. and that just caused angst with her. Yeah. And, you know, I've never liked anybody that's been too clingy to
1: me. Stage five clingers as do not apply.
0: As you start to, like, get a little dependent on me, I just back away. Mm-hmm. Hands in the air, shaking my There's head. There's no
1: issues there, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, ugh, can't have any dependency on me. Uh-huh. So, we had made plans to split up as roommates. And, and she, that was
1: amicable-ish or not?
0: It wasn't really. It was not. Yeah. Okay. Um, we both got our digs in. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, I was moving out and she was keeping the apartment. Got it. And um, she had found another roommate and she wanted me to move out before my lease was up. Like, got before it. my time period was up. Uh-huh. So, her new roommate could move in. And out I was of like, convenience? Because her new roommate needed a place like ASAP. Oh, I see. But I didn't have to be in my new place. Let's put dates on it until June 1st. And uh-huh. she wanted me to be out by May 15th. Got it. And I was like, well, what am I going to do with all of my stuff? Uh-huh. Like, no. And she was like, well, I'll get you a pod. And I was like, no, I don't want that. Like, I, and yeah, I was being a little petty. Petty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, but to me, in my 23, 24 year old mind, it was justified. Like I'm already moving out. She can figure out something. It's two weeks, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> so she goes out of town. Your roommate. My roommate.
1: Soon to be former roommate.
0: Yeah, and it's like the weekend before I'm supposed to move out. And she's out of town, and I move all my stuff
1: out. Uh huh. And this is the- that's. Well before your lease time is up.
0: No, it's only like a week or two, but it is early. Yeah,
1: early <laughs> enough for you to have d- said yes on the out early so your new roommate can walk in, can, can move in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm nodding my head ash- ashamedly. <laughs> <laughs> so I moved out while she wasn't there, and uh-huh. she didn't know that I was going to be moving out. Right. I was like, I did it in the dead of night, uh-huh. like a bandit.
1: So then the new roommate could move in, but she just didn't know it yet. Correct. Mm-hmm. I know this is bitchy on my part. And, and you didn't even tell the. the so
0: then she bitch. comes back home uh-huh. and thinks that we've been robbed. Like all, oh, of,
1: no. all of our stuff is gone. Oh my god! Because
0: I had the majority of the stuff. I see. And like the whole <laughs> living room was mine. Like you know what
1: I mean? You guys, we were young once. Okay. <laughs> Aaron was involved in this. He was.
0: Yeah, because he was. We were dating then.
1: And he helped you move your shit out. And
0: he helped me move my stuff out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So it's, even Perfect Aaron was involved in The Ultimate Ghost.
1: <laughs> wow. He was trying to win you over. So then so. she
0: called me and was like, all of our stuff is gone. I was like, oh, yeah, I had some time this weekend, so I moved it out.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and then we didn't talk for a really long time. But now we kind of talk again. Well, See, so, nice. all this stuff just comes and goes. All's well, that ends well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Okay, so my next thing is really about social awkwardness, you know. Um, it has nothing to do with dating, per se. But, so, when I was living in San Diego, uh, my girl, January, she still works at Barry's Boot Camp, and they were having a holiday party that she invited me to, right? Um, so, it was this fabulous outdoor area. At this, uh, it was like a restaurant, bar, club thing. And, um, I just felt so awkward, and I was so insecure, and I walked up to where they were, and, um, she saw me, and she turns around, like, oh my god, you made it! And so, we're chit-chatting, and I see all of, like, the berries, people all buff and sexy, like, having their drinks and eating their apps, um, and, uh, so she's like, go get a drink and then come back. I was like, okay, I'll go get a drink. And so turned around, I walked out (laughs) and went back to my apartment. (laughs) And when I got back, she's like, where did you go? I was like, I couldn't do it. I just felt so weird. And she knows how weird I am. And she has compassion for me. (laughs) And so she was not mad at all. Um, But it was like her and I think our friend Sam was there and maybe... Dane was there, you know. So I knew some people, but I just felt. Were you just so, having a day? I, you know, I get that way sometimes. Like it builds up, and it's like I, I feel cornered, and the, the best thing I can do is ghost the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I can't believe you didn't even. You just left. <laughs> I just left. You didn't even like give her a look. Like
1: no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was hoping you just knew I was gonna do that, but. Yeah. She wasn't mad, though.
0: So you were her date that night.
1: I mean, she had she was fine. She had other folks.
0: How did y'all meet? Through Core Power?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were at Trevor's house. And there was um, a meeting happen, happening with, with a lot of people that were doing programming. Um, like, trainings and all that stuff. And I was moving to San Diego and staying at Trevor's place. Trevor was the former owner of, of that studio. Um and when I walked in, uh, you know, I was getting myself all situated in in my room, and she saw me, and she thought I was the help.
0: Stop! <laughs> she's
1: like, why is the help, like, just, like, just laying down? And this is just weird. <laughs> I mean, that came out well after the fact. <laughs> but, uh... That's yeah, That's how we met. <laughs> that's um, too much. Yeah, so she's been through many awkward situations with me, so... Thank God she doesn't hold it against me.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's forgiveness in all situations, right? Um, my last ghosting situation is kind of happening currently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you hear is that my computer making that whooshing noise?
1: It might
0: be. It sounds like my computer's about to take off. Anyway. Anyway. Real life things happening here on the grape. Um, so, and I would love any sort of Feedback from you Gripe listeners in this situation. So we have a friend, pretty close friend of mine, at one point was a close friend of mine, going through some things in her life. And I have, like, not heard from her or really seen her all year, and it's now October. Mm -hmm. And I've asked this person via text message, like, are we okay? I haven't heard from you. It's October. I've talked to you, like, a handful of times all year. Um, And to me, like, for me to send that message, that's, like, a big, quote-unquote, cry for help. Because I'm like, hello. I don't do that. Uh I'm, like, not that kind of person. Yeah. That's like, uh, are we okay? What's going on? I haven't heard from you all year. And the reply I got back was, it's been, you know been a tough year like on par with another horrible event that happened in my life and I just haven't felt like being social
1: Uh
0: and I'm just like okay but I understand not wanting to come to parties and large social gatherings Mm -hmm. but to me in my mind being social is not necessarily just saying hey Let's connect. Let's connect. Right. And have a conversation. Yeah. So... Friend to friend. I feel just slighted, like, ignored. And there's a part of me that's like... There's a big part of me that's like, you have not thought of me one time this year mm-hmm. to reach out and be like, how's things going with you, Allison? Or even, how is Charlotte? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's almost a, four. A, minimum, yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, so I feel like my feelings are hurt. Do I have the right to have my feelings be hurt? Of course you do. That's my question. Like, if I know somebody's going through, like, a trying time and they're not reaching out to me and—but also, like, never making plans when I try to reach out to them. Like, what is my boundary as a friend with my feelings? I mean,
1: I see that relationships are not black and white. They're very— Nuanced and complex, so of course you can feel however you feel about it, like
0: Chloe and Holly, some type of way,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> um, uh, but it also doesn't, you know, diminish that they're going, they might be going through something as well, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just think that it's it's complicated, um, and at some point you have to figure out like, is it worth it for me to wait this out? You know, well, I'm getting nothing back from it. Or, do are you done with it? You know, like what's that breaking point for people? Yeah, you know.
0: I think the thing that I've been struggling with the most is, do I tell this person? Oh, yeah. By the way, I know you're dealing with this thing, but you've also hurt my feelings in the process. Right,
1: right. But I feel like um uh, if you can be transparent about that, I mean. Because if you're not going to say anything, like you said, then you're not. You, then you don't. Then they don't get a chance to make it right or know that they're doing something wrong mm-hmm. that's hurting you. Do you know what I mean? It's so easy to say that.
0: Delilah, <laughs> give me the answers with a song. Delilah.
1: <laughs> I used to love some Delilah. You
0: know, Delilah's from station. this neck of the woods. Oh, really? She lives like on Bainbridge Island. Oh, for real. Yeah, see, you know how I don't like talking my about my feelings, so I make a joke. <laughs> so I immediately shift it to Delilah.
1: There you went. Um,
0: that is my MO. But also, you know, guys, let me know what you think I should do. Mm-hmm. We, the problem was revealed to me in January of what was going on in this person's personal life. It's now October, and we've barely spoken, and we were, like, best Tight. friends. Yeah. 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 And it is not for my lack of trying.
1: No, that's very true. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: you know this about me. Yes. yes. I don't like to try. Uh-huh. I have been trying. <laughs> and rejected.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that that's good to get the listeners' take on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think it's complicated. Yeah. I do. Um, um, and I think it's hard, this is sort of my last one too, is because when you're ghosted, in a relationship, like, a serious one, like, that's messed up, I think. Um, And I was thinking of, like, you know, examples of it, and I can think of only movies. Did you ever see Sleeping with the Enemy with Julie Roberts?
0: I don't think I have.
1: What about Enough with Jennifer Lopez? Nope. So those scenarios (laughs) are much different because they were in abusive relationships. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so they'd been with their partners for years, and they created a plan to, like leave and, you know, disappear Mm -hmm. off the face of the earth. And of course the husbands seek them down and there's like a showdown,
0: Ooh, okay.
1: Yeah. But I know a friend who has been with his partner for years, like a good 10 years, and um, they lived in different cities um, because of school and work stuff, but they were, you know, they were partners, they're together. Um, and then his partner had some sort of midlife crisis. Um, wasn't sure that he wanted to be in the relationship. And, um, all of a sudden just stopped communicating with his partner. I mean,
0: that's heartbreaking. It is. That's life altering. it
1: happens. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I just think that that's, there's something really messed up about if you can do that to someone that you loved and that you were in a partnership with. hmm Like, why? How?
0: Yeah, you're effed up.
1: You know? Because it just doesn't happen in dating situations. It happens everywhere in all relationships. Yeah. Even in, in jobs. I was reading, um, LinkedIn has an article out there about new employees ghosting their job. <laughs> like, they've been hired and so now there's a process. There's a, yeah, you said it. <laughs> there is a process where, like, now many companies will maintain, like, uh, communication, like, the day of, like, hey, we're excited to see you this morning. Just to make sure that they're still.
0: I can believe contact. that.
1: Yeah. And then, um, they say that there's five, like, the first time, like, if they don't show up, you have to give them the benefit out. Like, maybe they got into an accident or there's an emergency. Nope. Um, but then the fifth communication is is we're rescinding the offer. The fifth <laughs> yeah. communication.
0: You have to the wait a f- whole week.
1: Fifth. Yeah.
0: Guys, millennials be like, Oh, my work isn't doing change in the world. I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. Screw you.
1: Um so yeah, that's
0: Guys, we got deep today.
1: Ghosting sucks. Ghosting is deep. You know, and again, there's that whole, like, well, I didn't owe them anything. Well, like, that's true, but maybe it would be, at least it's nice for them to...
0: I'm not here to make friends. ...have
1: closure. right? I am here to make friends. (laughs) We are here. (laughs) In my vulnerable heart.
0: I mean, we're all vulnerable beings at the end of the day that think that nobody likes us and we're not worthy of love. On that note. (laughs)
1: Wow. Uh, That just, like, spilled out your mouth. Um... So I guess overall, like you know, ghosting happens, but maybe don't be the person the ghost.
0: Yeah, maybe <laughs> think about think about other people's feelings. Unless you are Julie
1: Roberts or Jennifer Lopez in a bad relationship, get the fuck out. Yeah, like, DTFL. Leave. Do whatever you need to do to get out, but don't leave trace evidence <laughs> of where you've ended up. Let's just don't do it. Um, but if you are just like you know, in a friendship, relationship, dating sitch friendship then you know ghosting is the worst
0: yeah (laughs) unless you just need to move out of your apartment real
1: fast (laughs) (laughs) not even the girl
0: (laughs) that was rude okay just
1: making those jokes again y'all i
0: know i just hate getting too deep all right guys don't forget we're reading the hate you give yes um that's coming up november 1st yeah yeah real fast um, one of our friends offered to let us borrow the book and Kai snatched it up without even letting me have a chance.
1: No, but you got your own. Gripes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, y'all. Email us at thegripepodcast at gmail.com. Let us, us a know. review, Yeah, let us rating. know, like, how we're doing. We've gotten some good feedback over the past couple weeks. So, yeah. anyways. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. <gasps> Bye. Bye.